Well, let's take you live to the United Nations where the Security Council is hearing arguments around the situation in Gaza. Let's have a listen in as the United States' Linda Thomas-Greenfield is currently speaking. More, period. And so that ultimately we can together help create a future in which Israelis and Palestinians live in states of their own side by side in peace. We're committed to engaging constructively on our resolution with you all in the days to come to that end. And we will continue to tirelessly engage in direct diplomacy and negotiations on the ground. Thank you. Of the United States for her statement, and I now give the floor to the representative of China. Okay, we're just going to leave that ongoing conversation uh, in the UN General Assembly. But what's been happening in the last few moments is that there was an Algerian draft resolution uh, about a ceasefire in Gaza. Uh, there were 13 votes in favour of that call for a ceasefire. The UK abstained and the US blocked its passage with a veto. This is the third time that the United States has exercised its visa, veto, I should say, on Gaza at the UN Security Council. We were just hearing there from the United States Ambassador to the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield. Well, to unpack all of that, I'm joined now by Neda Torfik, who is our UN correspondent. Neda, if you could just walk us through what exactly has happened. Yeah, well, Virginie, uh, the United States again blocking an attempt in the UN Security Council to get a resolution through that calls for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. It is something the United States has objected to. Uh, they have, uh, of course, uh, supported its ally Israel and, and their military operation, it, its attempt, as Israel says, to go after Hamas. But in quite frankly, the almost the entire rest of the council has for months now been begging for a UN Security Council resolution. The Arab group of nations warning that is what is taking place in Gaza amounts to the collective punishment of Palestinians, something the UN agrees with as well, saying the Arab group of nations, it amounts to a genocide. And we heard the Algerian representative speak before the vote, and he warned that the situation in Gaza was reaching a critical juncture where the call for a ceasefire would soon lose significance. He said every Palestinian is a target for death, extermination and genocide. We must ask ourselves how many innocent lives must be sacrificed before the council deems it necessary to call for a ceasefire. So we saw there 13 members uh, endorsing that call for a ceasefire, the United Kingdom abstaining, the United States blocking it. And the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said that the resolution was wishful and irresponsible. Uh, she actually put forward this argument that the resolution would put in jeopardy 
talks that the United States is in at the moment with Israel, Egypt, and Qatar to reach a temporary uh, pause uh, in the fighting for six weeks to get all of the hostages released. And the United States has actually proposed its own alternative resolution which registers its opposition to Israel's plans uh, of, of a ground incursion into Rafah. And the ambassador said to council members that, that, that their proposed resolution was not, as some members claimed, an American effort to cover for an imminent ground incursion, but rather it was a sincere statement of their concern for the 1.5 million civilians who have sought refuge so, in Rafah. I want to so that U.S. proposal still being debated. Just to break this down a bit so that our viewers can kind of understand all the different things that are being tabled. Um, Algeria tabled something. The U.S. vetoed that. The U.K. abstained. What exactly has the U.S. put forward then as its own draft and what's happening with that? Yeah, so the United States over the weekend had signaled they were going to veto this resolution by Algeria, and they have proposed an alternative resolution. Now, that resolution, for the first time, does use the word ceasefire, but it calls for a temporary ceasefire as soon as practicable. Now, that very much echoes language that we have seen President Biden using publicly, saying that he's used that in talks with Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, again, to get that temporary pause in fighting for six weeks to get the hostages released. So it very much echoes that language, but it does have also strong language on the U.S. opposition to an Israel, Israeli ground incursion into Rafah, saying that that would harm more civilians. It would forcibly displace them potentially into neighboring countries, a reference to Egypt, saying it would be a threat to international peace and security. And so, as I say, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, the U.S. ambassador, said that that resolution is very much a sincere uh, representation of the U.S.'s concern for civilians in Rafah. Uh, but, you know, what we've heard from council members here, Regini, is that it is time for an immediate ceasefire, and, and they want to see that in a Security Council product. Okay, Neda Torfik, we'll leave you uh, at the UN for the moment, but I'm sure we will return to events there throughout the course of the afternoon.